Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we begin, I just want to thank our sponsor, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. Uh, they have 18 widescreen TVs in the NFL Sunday ticket, so you can watch your favorite NFL team while scarfing down some of the delicious options on their menu. Um, some of the appetizers, including steamed clams, mahi-mahi tacos, uh, homemade soups, and my personal favorite, the Mardi Gras shrimp. So if you find yourself vacationing in the South Jersey Shore, head over to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the giant insider sent me. That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. The best shuck in town. Um, those of you watching on YouTube, guys, I'm on location, obviously, this week. Um, look, it's, it's been an interesting week, um, personally and from, from a, uh, you know, Giants perspective. So, look, uh, you know, this is the, the, the preview podcast, the questions podcast from you guys. And a ton of you, uh, rightly so, have questions on injuries. So, you know what, Chris, we just figured let's let's dive into that first and let, let's get from you um, the latest on, you know, the Andrew Thomases, the Aziz Ojolaris, everyone else, Waller. So I'll kick it over to you, man. Yeah, well, Waller looks like he's going to be good to go. Yeah, He didn't seem too concerned about it. <coughs> Talking with him at his locker yesterday, and he said he's he could do, you know, he could run around. He's fine. Mm-hmm. So he looks like he'll be fine. Uh, Andrew Thomas is going to be a game-time decision, which kind of expected. Uh, he did a little more. Yesterday felt a little better. Today he said that he, uh, he'll be a game time. So don't know. Mm-hmm. Game time means game time. Yeah. You know? uh, knowing Andrew, he's going to try to play through it. We'll see how much he could do in pregame warmups and all that stuff. Uh, so we'll find out. We'll see about him. Uh, that's a big one, right? Real I mean, quick with Thomas, you put nothing into the well. They play four days from now. Save him for that game, right? I mean, because I, I don't. I if he's healthy, he plays, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean. Able live, you know, that's that's this league. You know, they don't, they don't save you for a game down the road, right? Because some people have asked that question. That's why I'm asking you. If you play, if you, I mean, a minus Andrew Thomas, that could cost you a big set. I mean, you know, that that could be a huge impact on our offensive line that's coming off a horrific game. Yeah, dude. If, if he doesn't play, I mean, it, it, it's a huge. He's the best lineman by a mile. That then everything's up for grabs. I think from a pass rush perspective, from from the other team. So yeah. This is the NFL. If you could play, you play. Yeah. All right. This isn't, you know, I, I see a lot of that. I heard a lot of that this week. You know, I'll oh, save them. Save them. This isn't like starting. This isn't like saving your ace pitcher for a big series coming up. So you're going to skip him in rotation. No, this is the NFL. You only got 17 of these games. Yeah. If he could play, he plays. And yeah. Brian Dable made that point numerous times this week. We're not worried about San Francisco. We're worried about winning a game. Yep. Especially, Jerry, uh, after what happened last Sunday night. You know, oh god! I could even, I could even <laughs> somewhat give you that if they had a one and zero record. You know, and they're playing a team that, on paper, right, is not as good as them. Yeah, uh, but that's not the way this league works. If you could play, you play. You know. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll have to find out. Like like Andrew said, and the Giants are saying he's he'll be listed as questionable. I'm sure today, and it'll be a game time. Yeah. Um. Someone else who got hurt uh, at what at practice was Aziz Ojolari, right? Another hamstring he's, issue. Yeah, he's been on the injury report. Yeah. He hurt his hamstring. Uh, look, same old story with disease, right? Can't stay healthy. Practice again. That's the best part. You know, last year was a joint scrimmage, joint practice with the Jets. And now at practice today, 
on Wednesday, you know, it hurts his hamstring, and we'll see how he is. We'll see. The injury report comes out in a little while, and we'll find out uh, if he could go Sunday. But uh, it doesn't sound too good for Aziz. We'll see, man. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of getting a feeling that he might not be able to go Sunday. Just a guy who is loaded with talent, Chris, but cannot stay healthy. I mean, yeah. it is um, – look, I'm sure it's frustrating for him, but for Giant fans, you're just like – you're just waiting and waiting and waiting for Ojolari at this point. Like, I don't – if is it ever going to happen for this guy? Um, man, I'm not trying to be too, too much of a downer here, but he's always got injury issues, man. Um, we saw what he played seven games last year. Uh, so, look, it's just an- another – Another hiccup for him, you know, a guy that we thought that could be huge if he was healthy this year. So we'll see. Yeah, Jerry, you got to be on the field, right? Yeah. got to be on the field to produce. You know, so uh, he had a quiet first game against the Cowboys, and he might not be playing Sunday. And we'll, you know, with these hamstrings, you don't know. We'll find yeah. out. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Let's see what he's, how he's listed in injury report um, in a little while. Yeah. But he's a guy, like, if I had to go between the two, I would say probably Andrew would probably had a better shot at playing in. Wow. Wow. But that, but that changes day to day. I will yeah. find out the injury report. But from being there, you know, I kind of got that feeling that probably Andrew has a better shot than playing disease. But who knows? We'll see today. Yeah. Um, I saw um, that I, I saw the, the actual clip. It's on Twitter as well. But I saw your, your tweet that you asked Saquon what I thought was a hell of a question, Chris, um, about a sense of urgency this week, especially after what happened uh, Sunday night, and he said, to quote, uh, to be completely honest, no, you can't act like the sky's falling. We've got to stay solid. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I didn't see that. Look, I'm not going to criticize Saquon. He can feel how he wants, but I didn't put those two together. Like, urgency to me does not mean sky is falling. Urgency to me is, to, to me is just, we got to win this damn game. Like, we, after, especially what happened Sunday night, this is a must win with the 49ers looming four days later. That's not the sky is falling. That's not woe is me. Um, you know, look, he answered it the way he did, but I, I thought it was, I don't know. Did you feel like he took that a little out of context or, or uh, I don't know. I, I just thought it was a strange no, answer. That's just, that's just the general theme this week. Okay. Don't panic. Dave will stay. I thought even. it was a good question, dude. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. No, Dave <laughs> stays even keel. Okay. You know, uh, he doesn't want to roll a coast of emotions. Okay. We know what happens Sunday. Yeah. Let's get back to work. But Jerry, don't think for one second these plays don't feel a sense of urgency to win this game. Okay, good. They do, without right. question. From what I understand, the practices have been extra sharp this week. These guys have been a little extra, mm-hmm. a little little more energy than usual. I'm not saying they want, they didn't have energy. They practiced, from what I understand, they practiced really well going up to the Dallas game, you know? <laughs> but it's been a little extra this week yeah. from, what I, from what I'm hearing. Um, so Saquon gave the standard answer. You know, I – I was curious because Saquon's pretty honest with a lot of stuff. So I was curious to say, yeah, you're damn right. It's urgent to win this game. Yeah. But that's, that's the Dable, that's the Dable mentality. You know, yeah. Don't guys, this isn't, you know, we can't go out there. Like if we lose this game, that's it. The end of the world is here. You know, he tries to keep it even keel. He doesn't like that roller coaster of emotions. That's Dave's. For a guy that wears his emotions on his sleeve. Yeah. Game, no, I was going to say that, man. Yeah. Very, <laughs> for a guy that's very passionate and yeah. wears his emotions as you as we've seen now for last year, yeah. on his sleeve during the game. Yeah. As soon as that game is over, Jerry, and you start preparing for the next week, he's very even killed, Dable. He never gets crazy when they win. He yeah, I'm not talking about the locker room after the game. I'm talking about okay, the 25 hours is up. Let's move on. Yeah. He's not, you know, he keeps it, he tries to keep it very, very steady. Okay. Not post, not during the game, not a post-game locker room. I'm talking about from the next day on. 
and you know, you that's the way he likes to play. They will, okay, well, on to the next one. So, but I could tell you, Jerry, that look, there's a sense of urgency with the players. Yeah, they know it was all bad. They know they got to go out there and put on a real good performance, a much better, obviously, a much better performance. They got to go out there and get a win. Yeah. Uh, so you might not hear it out of their mouths, you know, uh, but that's the feeling in the building. All right, good. All right. Anything else with injuries that you want to bring up? Anyone else worth mentioning? Um, I'm trying to think. No, I don't think. I think that's it, right? I think. I think so. Those those yeah. are the big ones, right? Um, those are the big ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, those are especially oh, yeah. Thomas. So Off- offensively, yeah, obviously Andrew. You know, offensive line. Look, we'll see what Dable does this week. And uh, oh, uh, as far as. Does he make a change? Probably not. I expect to see Brennison and Glowinski out there. How how long a guy like Glowinski lasts? I don't know. One point right? One point from from Pro Football Focus. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know he had a horrible game. Yeah. So, um, uh, Andrew Thomas, like, if he can't go, yeah, is it Matt Pert? He's been on the injury report too. Yeah. So does Pert left, or do they put Josh Azuto out there left tackle? Now, yeah. he's been practicing there the last few weeks, Zudo. Uh, he obviously came in the other night when Perk got, went down against the Cowboys, and they kind of liked, you know, the, the limited snaps he got. They kind of liked what they saw. So, hey, let's see. You know, my Jerry, let's let, – if Andrew can't play, is it Pert or is it Josh? You know? Yeah. Don't know. We'll find out. I'm hoping it's Josh, and I haven't even seen that much. <laughs> Based on the sample size, I saw Bert. I'm like, man, maybe yeah. see, maybe see Josh do that. Um, you, I saw you either responded or tweeted as well um, about. And folks, a lot of this is like, I don't talk to Chris about this. Like during the week, I see the tweets, and I'm like, I'm going to bring this up on the podcast. Um, you said Evan Neal right guard by 2024. Is that what you believe? I think that's a good possibility down the road. Okay. I think if Evan continues to struggle yeah. on the outside, or in this case, the tackle, I think everybody knows what I'm talking about, at the tackle yeah. position, mm-hmm. uh, I think he's, he might be best suited for guard. Uh, I don't – Jerry, look, do I think he's going to play like this like he played last Sunday? No, the whole season. But if he doesn't progress yeah. and he continues to struggle in one-on-one battles on the outside against these edge rushes in the NFL – yeah. You're going to have to do something. Yeah. So I'm not saying – my personal opinion is – and this is way down the road. Yeah, right. Think, yeah, sure. You know, I really don't want to get into 2024. No, but it's worth, it's but worth speculating My personal opinion yeah. is if he really if he does not have a good year, they're going to have to look at him at guard in the yeah. training camp next year. And you could be looking at the right guard. And, There's yeah. a few people I've talked to, and, it, and a few people I've talked to this week and they've mentioned that to me, like, look, this kid might be better suited for God mm. because his technique and his, you know, it's just not there right now. Yeah. You know? So we'll find out. Look, um, you know, he's going to come out and he's going to play against a couple of guys who get the quarterback Sunday. And he's going to have to he's going to have to play much better. I mean, he's going to have to progress here because you can't go through another year of your number one pick being mediocre. Right. Right. And right. he was mediocre the other night, borderline bad. Right. I mean, like the whole right side, that right side of the line was horrific. And I'm not comparing him to Eric Flowers yet, guys, but when I say this, but there was a time where, um, you know, Shermer was questioned, should you move him to guard? And Shermer dismissed it. And I don't think, I don't think Dable and, and Shane would be like that. I think they would say, well, let, let, let's consider that before. And because Flowers went on to play elsewhere and played pretty well at guard. 
right? And I'm not, I'm not putting it, but the, the, the similarity is at least worth mentioning a little. Um, and that's kind of why I brought it up. Like, I, I like Evan Neal. Like, he seems like such a good kid. Um, I, I said it last time, like, there was a, at one time, he was projected to go one overall to protect uh, Trevor Lawrence at, at one point in several mock drafts. So to see him struggle like this um, a year later still, uh, you just hope that they can do something with him. I hope he stays on the right at right tackle. I hope he learns to dominate and, and becomes the player we hope he, he will become. But um, that is an option. And I just I wanted to bring that up because I saw that you uh, you kind of responded with that. So, yeah. Yeah. And look, if he doesn't progress this year yeah. and become a much better right tackle, that's a bad look for offensive line coach Bobby Johnson, too. Yeah. That's a bad look for Bobby Johnson. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, if this, if this kid doesn't progress in this offensive line, does not play well, and we all know we, we all know they got off to a very bad start against Dallas. Okay, mm-hmm. um, then there's going to be changes made, and then probably and probably one of them is going to be offensive line coach, and then we're going to see what the hell happens. But it's way too early for that stuff. Yeah, and I hope Evan progresses. Uh, but the, why we're mentioning this because and, and thousands of millions of Giants fans yeah. because of the performance Sunday night. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of questions uh, this week about Evan Neal going to right guard, so I'm trying to nip some of these questions in the bud so that, you know, uh, injuries and, and, and uh, moving uh, Evan Neal potentially later on down the road. But also, man, you look at, you know, what we've invested, what this franchise has invested in this line. You have two first-round picks on the edge, a second-rounder in the middle who could have gone first, an expensive right guard. Like, it's not like they're not – Investing the assets, man. That's what's that's what's frustrating. It's just been so long. But all right, let's get off the offensive line right now. Let's get to the Cardinals. Let's get to a very winnable game. Um, when when the schedule came out, you looked at the Cardinals. I think uh, I listened last week so I can get to our picks uh, again. I think you said about the Cardinals, lucky to win three or four games, but they played well week one, right? Twenty to sixteen. Um, Gannon had them flying all over the place. Um, what do you uh, what do you look for in this game, dude? Well, look, the Giants are a much better team on paper. You know, um, you know, it wasn't so much that you know, it wasn't so much that Arizona played well last week. It was so much that they were in the game against the Washington team that didn't play that well either. But the point was, like, they were in that game and could have won it. Yeah. They could have won that game. Mm-hmm. But you look at the game and you you say, well, you know, it's not that they really played well. Like, oh crap, the Giants are playing a team coming off. They were all right. You know, they, they turned it over. You know, the whole deal. You know, Dallas. Tried to get it going with James Conner, but and then Washington, you know, came out at the end. Yeah, it's two teams that really didn't play well, but they were in the game. Right, you know, they were they could have won it, man. So, but the, here's some of the things. You know, um, they got six sacks. Four of them were, I would say, about three of them were legit sacks. The other three were like coverage sacks. Yeah, you know, the Dobbs running into, you know, um, so but they have a couple of guys that could do some damage up front. And why I'm saying this because do you feel there's anybody right now, <laughs> Jerry? And the Giants fans say, "Oh, I feel pretty confident about the offensive line. We could block up front." No, no, no not if, if they went against Rutgers, I'd be concerned. No, so you know, for people who didn't see the Arizona game last week or didn't look into it at all, you know, you're gonna you might see six sacks. And say, oh my God, these are another Cowboys coming at us. No, right, they're not. Right, like I said, they were like three legit sacks. The other ones were cover sacks. Dobbs ran into one. Yeah, the whole deal. Um, I, I'm sorry, um, Sam Howell ran into one and all. Howell, sorry, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So. But, you know, they have a couple of guys that could get there, and the Giants are going to have to block. So what the Giants – what do I expect this week? Um, I expect a lot of Saquon Barkley early. 
to try to get that run game going. Now, they came out last week. They ran it with Daniel. They ran it with Saquon. And then we all know what happened after that. And then the game got out of hand. So, obviously, Saquon was taken out of the equation. Um, but I expect a lot of Saquon. I think Saquon's going to have like 130 this week. Um, I think they're gonna what they're going to have to do now until they have confidence is offensive line they can actually pass block, which right now they don't. They're going to have to get that running game established, getting those shorter situations. And, and you got to hope, Jerry, that the season progresses. You don't start going back to last year. We're, all right, we're going to have to get the ball out of Daniel's hands quick. That's not right. what you want to do this year. They right. have speed, dude. Right, right. We're gonna stretch the field. You want to stretch. They the want field. to stretch the field. Yeah, man. yeah. You know, but if Daniel has one point three seconds in a pocket, that that's over with. Yeah, that's over with. So you want to get those running game going. So you get these defense back in the heels a little bit. Then you can get that passing game going a little bit. That's the plan this week. I'm pretty sure you. You're going to see a lot of Saquon out of the shoot, you know, and hopefully to get that established and hopefully, and hopefully, um, you know, if they have to kick a field goal, it doesn't go the other side, running down the other side of the field. And uh, and, and I got to, speaking of the field goal, now, I like Thomas McGahee. It's another, another, another common theme in question. So glad you're addressing it now. I like Thomas McGahee. Yeah. Okay. Um, But his unit struggled a little bit last year and they were off to a bad start this year. Mm -hmm. And look, it's a, when I asked him yesterday about, you know, what happened with the field goal, the last thing anybody wants to hear right now is, oh, well, we're going to move on around Arizona and let's Mm -hmm. put the page. No, 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 Thomas. And I like Thomas McGahee. Guy's a great guy. That's not the answer right now. You know, right. that's not a good answer for the media and for the fan base. Just to say, oh, well, we're gonna flip the page. Guys, that that was a turning point in the game. That shifted the momentum huge. We went from up being up three nothing to they were up six nothing. Right. And it was never really the same after that, right? Yep. Yeah, it wasn't. So that answer by McGahee yesterday, we all kind of looked at each other and stuff like listen, this is the New York media market. Fan base is kind of on edge right now. So I don't care. You know, you don't have to throw guys under the bus. But you know what? When I asked that question, it should have been, honestly, it should have been, yeah, the right side of the line. You know, Josh looked like, you know, had a thing going on. We worked it out. You know, we, sh- we made some corrections. Obviously, the right side of the line broke down. A guy, you know, a guy, guy didn't chip in. And guy didn't chip. Even if you know name him, we all know what it is. Okay, the guy didn't block in. Then he's got to block out. Just to say, we no, I'm not going to talk about that. What's going on in Arizona? Oh, yeah, you're right. A thousand percent right. And I'm sorry, but body language means something. You can't smirk either. Not in this market. Not with not with the way you played the other night, the whole team. Like, I'm sorry. Like, people already picked up on that. Like, what's with the smirking? I'm like, you know, I, I get it, right? You're a fan. You're like, you're so invested in this team, 40 to nothing. You get a, a field goal blocked and you get that kind of answer. And it's like, okay, well, like, maybe, like this isn't your first year coaching here, Thomas. Like, Come on, man. You got to be smarter than that. And like you said, you respect the guy, you like him, but at some point, you know, you're looking at this offensive line, you're looking at special teams, and this is a, this continues to be a problem. Unfortunately, you're gonna things are gonna happen. So yeah, yeah, and that's you know, and he and he knew the question was coming. I mean, yeah, and, and if it wasn't for Armani's injury the day before, right? Um, you know, he had a special teams injury in practice that it was scary. Actually, he had to go to you know, left in an ambulance. I mean, if it wasn't for that, you know, obviously I would have been a first. I mean, that's why I said, obviously, I'm going to ask you this question. What, you know, they yeah, knew it was coming. Right. I'm a little surprised by that answer, but it is what it is. Move on. I, I just think you have to give more than that. I'm sorry. You got to give more than that. Uh, and it's, this is not a matter of let's throw a guy under the bus. 
it's right. just a matter of, hey, look, you know, obviously the edge guy's got to block in, block out. You know, right. it didn't work out. We didn't execute it. And the result was it was a bad play. You know, we all know what happened. We got to work on that and make sure it doesn't happen again. Right. And the fan base would be like, you know, we're not happy, but all right, at least you gave us something. Right. But that answer, and you know, Jerry, I was in the media room. We went back in the media room after, and you know, obviously, I wasn't the only one reporting that answer. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we all did, and we were all. It was not funny. It was like we were all comparing responses. Yeah. On Twitter, X, whatever the hell it is now, right? We were all we were all comparing <laughs> called Twitter responses to my tweet, uh, yeah. this guy's tweet, that guy's tweet, this guy, you know, and. We were just sitting there, like, wow! Look at these responses. And Jerry, there wasn't one person at media room says, "Oh man, these fans are getting a little crazy." These responses. Yeah. It was like it was sort of like, well, I don't blame them. You know, yeah, right. I don't blame them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've seen responses after the Cowboy game leading up to this Arizona game that I just look and shake my head. You know, people want Dable fired. They can't coach. I mean, come on. Man. So, you know, I just look at but that one. After that response, the response to that answer, I, I get it. I, I do. I get it. I can't say nothing bad. Right. I, you know, it's like, wow. Yeah. Ever, but, ever right to feel that way. Yeah. They got to get this stuff, you know, and then Gano misses the second one, you know, probably because he really wasn't too confident in the setup up front. Yeah. And he had it in his head that, hey, after, that happens sometimes. No excuses, but I'm just saying. Well, plus rain, pouring rain. It is what it is. It just sucked. Yeah. I'm not, we're not worried about Graham, you know. I mean, right. If he starts missing field goals, you just chalk it up to one of those years. And get ready for 2024. I'm telling you that right now. If this guy can't hit a field goal all of a sudden, it's going to be one of those years. We're done. It's not another problem. It would be our biggest problem if he can't hit field goals. So, all right, guys, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. You listen to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris. Nobody beats the biz, Bizignano, and Jerry Foley. Um, Anyone worry you on this defense, Chris, other than Buda Baker? Not worry you, but someone you should uh, look out for. Well, you got to look out for Dennis Gardick. You know, yeah. He's the best pass rusher. You got to look out for the second-year guy, Cam Thomas. He had a fumble recovery for a touchdown last week. Yep. Uh, Ledbetter's a guy get there a little bit. And they like the blitz. Jonathan Gannon's pretty aggressive uh, with these guys last week. He's going to no, he's gonna be very active with those safety. I, haven't, I even asked Mike Kafka yeah. about the comparisons between you know, Gannon, what he was doing with his safeties last year, and what he did after game one and this year. And Kafka was basically said, yeah, he's doing – you know, you can see he wants to do the same things. And, and he's got a real good one, one of the best in Buda Baker. Yeah. He's one of the better safeties in the league. And, and you know, and Jalen Thompson, you know, is another one that's real active. Uh, so you're going to see maybe some of that, you know, third and longs. You might see a safety coming out of that slot. You know, uh, look, Jonathan Gannon did a lot of four-man rushes with the Eagles because they had four studs up front. You know, he didn't have to blitz much with Philly. I, I, I was just I was just going to say that when you're saying he's blitzing a lot. I'm like, man, Philly fans, all they did was complain that he never blitzed. So, yeah, but that's why. Yeah, well, you know, they also had 70-plus sacks last year. So <laughs> right, Philly I know. fans are going to – they're going to complain about you know, a lot of stuff. You know, you can't go by that, dude. No, I know, I know. I just It's you know? comical. That's all. That's why I was laughing. Yeah, so you can see he was a little more – look, he doesn't have the personnel up front like he did in Philly. Yeah. You got to go by your personnel. I mean, why would you blitz six, five, six guys in Philly when you have four studs up front? Well, they, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, that's idiotic. But, you know. they, were, so, they, they were booing last night at 3 nothing, so they're capable of anything, those fans, I guess. So. I'm, not worried, look, I'm worried about the John. I'm not worried about Philly right I know. now. Philly's I still 2-0 on top of it. You know, I know. So I'm not worried about Philly and their fans. You got to worry about the Giants getting a win against Arizona, because if they don't get a win Sunday, this season is going to spiral way out of control. Yep. Way out of control. But, Jerry, I I feel totally confident this will be a different Giant team. I think 
you know, Dable, uh, what I like about Dable, like I said, while he could be a lunatic on the sideline during the 60 minutes, mm-hmm. as soon as it's over, he's like, focuses, even kill. All right, let's get the, we got to do this. We got to correct this. And that's the way it's been all week in the building. And I don't mean that to be like, oh my God, well, don't these guys realize they got killed? No, that's, that's, that's not the point. You know, the point is that he, that's the way he is. On to the next one. We got to focus on this. We got to, you know, we got to make these correct. We got to do this and, and this and that. Not like running around the building. We lost. You guys stink. We're gonna yeah. No, he doesn't do that stuff. He doesn't do that stuff. So. Well, it's like heat I of the, feel good about Sunday. I do. Like last year, I'm thinking of the heat of the moment stuff. I think it was Jack Anderson jumped at a point in a game in November. Maybe it was the, maybe it was the commander's game. Um, and he lost his mind on the sidelines. And then yeah, when they asked him, yeah. well, they asked him about it afterwards, he was almost like, well, yeah, I overreacted. Like, you, like <laughs> kind of goes to your point, like a yeah, raving lunatic on the sidelines after the games where he kind of puts it in perspective. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way he is. He doesn't like the roller coaster of emotions during the week. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't, he, he doesn't. So um, I think the players appreciate that. You know what happens, Jerry, when you lose a game like that, right? Yeah. Like they lost in an embarrassing fashion. We know, right? I'm not going to get too much in again, but the players immediately look, how, how does a head coach respond? Yeah. How does he respond? Is he running around like a lunatic all week, making it like, you know, this is a must. We're going to go crazy. We got to win this. You know, players yeah. respond to it. They, they, they look to see how a head coach responds. Right. The Giants didn't have a loss like this, except for the Eagle game in the playoffs, right? They really didn't have a loss like this last year. Well, the November like, Eagle game, too, the first one I thought was bad. That was pretty what, bad. What was the f- it was like okay. they lost by they were they were down. I don't know. I, I forget what the score it was. Like they lost by over twenty in that one, but it wasn't even that close. Right. Okay. But the the playoff game was like a beating thirty-eight seven first Terrible. moment. On. Yeah, that awful. Was like the beating yes. for the first moment. Yep. So I, like the Cowboy game, the block field goal was basically a beating from the first from, from yeah. the second third series on. It was a beating right? from the false start. Right. So yeah. I mean, they didn't have any games like that last year. As yeah. far as they got just whipped up from the first, you know what I mean? And yeah. they were just you know except for the Eagle playoff game, right? Yeah. I know the other one got away from him a little bit, the other game, the Philly game, um, and all that stuff. And maybe I'm forgetting one, whatever. But the point being is that the players look at the head coach and they want to see how he responds, you know? And that's how he responds. That's how he responds. And, you, and Jerry, even when they won, like even when they won the Viking game last year in the playoffs, yeah, everybody went crazy, had a great time after the game, you know, in the locker Yeah, as you should. You yeah. just won a playoff game. But even after that, when they got back to the building, they started prepping for the Eagles. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, running around, look at us, we won, we'll play off. T-. No, it's like, okay, you know, everything's like they never, like they didn't even play a game the week before. You know, yeah. everything's even keel with games and his coaches there. And Wink, Wink brought that out a few times too. They they loved that about him too, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, that's the way it's going to be. I, that's how I expect the Giants come out. As far as this Arizona game, they're a better team on paper. We know that. Um, now you're going to have to go out there and do it. I think they will. I, I, I know, don't let this. Don't let week ones fool you. Uh, like, I know Arizona was in the game. They could actually won that game last week. But I, you start seeing, like, week twos on, you know. They start shaping up a little bit. I think the Giants come out. I think the Giants will win in a pretty convincing fashion, you know, uh, Sunday. And then they'll play in San Francisco four days later. But uh, that's how I see it. I think a lot of Saquon. I think Saquon has a big one. And that'll loosen up. And then you'll see some Daniel a little bit. Throwing the ball around a little bit. And on defense, look, the Arizona's offense didn't do much last week against um, Washington. They, they're playing Dobbs. has only been there like three weeks. Now he's getting yeah. a little, you know, he's getting a little used to the offense. He's getting the offense down a little bit now. But the Giants defense, who, you know, only they gave up the one drive, they gave up 250 yards, not many yards at Dak and all that. 
Um, I think they'll shut down Arizona's offense. I really do. I don't think Arizona's offense is going to do much. And the Giants will win like 11 or 12 point game. That's that's the way I, I, I feel about it. It's going to be interesting to see like Tay Banks and Trey Hawkins this week going against this team. Like last week, guys, you were thrown into the fire. John Michael Schmitz, you were thrown into the fire against that defense. Um, but now it's obviously, a, you know, at least on paper, a much different opponent. Um, like they have some old friends of ours, you know, Zach Ertz is on the team and Will Hernandez. But um, like you said, this is one they should win. I think. I think we just need this game to get here, Chris. Is that I'm I'm not trying to speak for the entire Giants fan base, but the stink of Sunday night just this game's just got to get here. We got to get a win and feel good again, even if it's for quickly. You know what I mean? Like just that forty to nothing, and it just seems like it's taking forever. I think once it gets here, and you know you have a win, it's like oh thank God, let's get back to this. I got a question. I got a question for you. I've been thinking about this all week, though. Sure. If the Giants win a twenty argument sake twenty to thirteen game Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you think the feel Giants fan, uh, fan base will feel good about this team? No, but it's not the death shot that it would be if they lost. It's not – they wouldn't feel good. They'd still have a ton of concerns, but, um, you, you know, a loss would just be almost crippling. It really would. I mean, with the – No, non- Jerry, I'm just talking about – forget about the loss. I'm talking about a win. I think they win it, the game. Yeah, but it's the close. By a touchdown. If they win by I a point. I think the fan base would feel. I think if they win by a point, they'll feel, they'll, they'll still bitch and moan, but I just think it'll, it'll, they'll, not going to feel, a, they'll feel a little better than they do right now. They, they, you have to. I'm sorry. How would you like, feel? A Maybe little, I'm kind of speaking for myself. <laughs> I'm, I, if they win 20 to 19 on the last second field goal, I don't care. We're one and one. I'm going to be concerned about the way we played. We're going to talk about it on the podcast. But I got to be honest with you, Chris. If we if we win a game, we win a game. It, it's just I'm not going to feel great about it, but I'm going to feel a hell of a lot better than I do right now. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm just I'm getting the feeling, um, dude, that even if the Giants win this game, of course you want to win. A win's a win, right? You want to go to one yeah. one, right? But I think the I think the feeling with a lot of people will be okay. Well, you're supposed to win that game, but you got smoked against a good team last week. Now you got the four. Let's see what you do this week. I think they're going to say that if we won 30 to nothing, they would I think, say. Jerry, the only reason I'm saying this is because of what yeah. happened last Sunday. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I think expectations have been completely dropped after last Sunday. That's what I mean. Like, if they win 30 to nothing sun, Sunday, right, you're going to go. I'm, there's going to be fans that say, well, you got the 49ers in four days. Enjoy it now. If they win 20 to 19, it's well, you're supposed to beat that team. And what, look what's on the horizon in four days. It's, it's that 49er game four days away. Like, I, I just. I don't know how much different they would feel, Chris. I got to be honest with you. I don't know how much different I would feel. I mean, of, I was curious how you felt because I've been thinking about it a lot, and I've been talking to some Giant fans, and you know this and that. And it's funny because of the way they lost against Dallas. Yeah, you know it's you know it's weird, Jerry. If they would have lost a 27-24 game against Dallas, right? yep, yep. Then they go out and they beat Arizona by ten. People would be feeling real good going to the Forty Nine game. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, that's the feeling I'm getting. I agree. But because of the way they lost to Dallas, yes. That even if they win Arizona, which they should win, right? We'll get into the predictions in a little while. Um, I think a lot of people go like, oh, "Okay, well, you should have won that game, but you got, you know, let's see what you do because we don't feel real confident against you against the 49ers in four days." 
Yeah. Where right? I think if they would have lost a close one against Dallas, it would feel a lot better. A lot of people would be like, well, we'll be right there with the 49ers. You get right. what I'm saying? Right, totally. You, 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 you would have been frustrated as hell. Yeah. Yes, but you would have said, well, we're competitive, though. Like, mm-hmm. I just think the expectations of this completely drop. When you saw that offensive line struggle the way they did, you just think, yeah. oh, my God, we're, we are so far away. We are so far away. Get shut out. And even right. if we win thirty to nothing, it's uh, well. Show me what you got in four days, guys. Uh, exactly, Jerry. That's yeah. that's the point I was getting at. That's yeah. what I feel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the feeling I get is that even if you win twenty-four nothing or thirty, whatever you said, I think people are going to be like, "Yeah, okay, that's nice, but let's right. because of what happened against Dallas." Right now, now, and this is the, what I mean about this league. It's week to week. Yeah. Okay. Now. They beat Arizona Sunday and San Diego to San Francisco and play a real tight one and lose a tough one. They'll feel really I think good. People will be like, okay, we're going to go on a run yeah. now. <laughs> you know? We got Seattle coming up. Oh, totally, dude. I'm That's like, Seattle, reason. Miami, we got you. Yeah, absolutely. We got you. Yeah. We'll, totally. we'll be two and two after the Monday night game. We'll go to Miami and Buffalo, who's not that good. Not yeah. as good as Avatar. We'll right. win those. You know what I mean? We, yep. You know what? Now we got to face the Jets with Jack Wilson. And we, right. gotta, are we old Washington. Commanders. We'll be, we'll be right. six and three at the end of October. You know, I think people are totally. telling you. It's totally. Week week. That's, you know, that's, the, yeah. that's it's what's all... great about this league. That's what's yeah. great about this league. Totally. I, I I agree 100%. If we play a close game with the 49ers, that's almost like you'd have a sense of pride coming out of that game. Like, man, you played four days later and you hung with, sorry, Philly, the best team in the NFC, I think. Either the best team in the NFC. Yeah. The oh, I, I agree with you right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think San Francisco is right now. You look at the rosters; they're the best team in the NFC. Loaded. As a matter of fact, Jerry, they might be the best team in football. But they of course, you got that Mahomes Andy Reid factor. Right you have right. that cluster, and you have that cluster of teams in the AFC that are going to beat the crap out of each other, right? <laughs> like, and that. But in the NFC, there's one, two, three. Unfortunately, maybe Dallas is one of those teams actually as well. But I agree. I think it's the 49ers team. Yeah. Even even with Dallas, Jerry, it's just one week. Yeah, Let's right, right. Was, you know what? Let's see how they play against the Jets on their real, real good defense and all that stuff. We'll see what happens. Bro. And everybody else is saying, well, they own the Giants. They always beat them. So that's what everybody else is saying anyway. Like, oh, they always beat the Giants. So, no, unfortunately, them and the Eagles, that's true. You know? It's totally true. That's why I thought that first game was so important. You know, I really did. But uh, Arizona, yeah, I, I feel good about it. Like I said, I think Saquon is a big day. I think Darren Wall is going to get his first touchdown as a Giant. I think you're going to see Hyatt would, uh, make a big play. Uh, and I think the defense is going to do their part um, uh, Sunday. I, I I do. I think Isaiah Simmons, it seems like I was talking with Isaiah yesterday. It seems like he's going to have more of a role this week as he gets accustomed to this defense. This defense, you know, you got to play many roles in Wink's defense, yeah. especially him. Yeah. Because one play, he'll be a slot guy. <laughs> Next play is the inside backer. And, you know, and, you know, he's going to be all over Isaiah. Uh, then he'll be on the edge. He'll be rushing. Yeah. So he's got to get you so a lot of, the, you know, he's getting, he's getting, I asked him right out yesterday. I said, Isaiah, do you feel you have the playbook now down 100%? And he was like, yeah, I do. Now mm-hmm. I have it down. So I expect to see more of an increased role. Now, get, speaking about linebackers and all that stuff, Jerry, one of the better players on the field against the Cowboys was Micah McFadden. I know. She's going to say McFadden. Yep. Led the team in tackles. I yeah. thought he played. I thought special he played, teams played well too. I thought he played well. Yeah, he played well in special teams. Yeah, his first start, right? Yep. yep. I thought he played well, Mike. And Wink, you know, Wink's uh, uh, same thing. Wink said the same thing. Talk praise him. He said, "Yeah, he's one better guy." You know, he played. He played. He did what we asked him to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Isaiah's a guy you got to get on the field. You're going to see his. I think you're going to see an. I think he played like. Jerry, unless I'm mistaken, 18 or 15 snaps, something like that. I didn't. I didn't even think it was that many to be honest with you. It might be, but I. I um, it was almost. Yeah. yeah, he didn't play – well, safe to say he didn't play many snaps. That, that's – you know, right. I mean, he didn't play many. 
Right. I think he'll I think he'll get in those mid twenties, the high twenties this week. Yeah. Um as he gets accustomed to this defense. And I think he'll be a factor. Obviously, no matter what these players tell you, the team just traded him. He's gonna want to do something oh, sure. Sunday. Absolutely. He's gonna come back out there and try to make a big play. And I think and I have a feeling he is. So I'm gonna look for Isaiah this week to make an impact play. Um and look for uh, on offense Walla, Hyatt, and I think Saquon is going to be the man this week against Arizona. Tay Banks cramped up. Uh, he he told me at his locker that um, he used he had issues like this even in high school. He's he always seemed to be cramping. He always had cramp issues, I should say. Um, so the other night we all know what happened. Has the cramps, can't even come back. Uh, so he'll be I'm, I'm sure he'll be getting a lot of IV on the plane, making sure. Before the game, lick you know, lick. Uh, I know it's 106 outside, but it's 72 inside. But still, you know, it's Arizona is Arizona. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, I'm sure they'll be they're going to be the specialists that are going to be working with him to make sure he doesn't cramp up again. We can't have that, dude. I mean, very rarely do you see a guy Jerry cramp up and then miss two quarters. Yeah, right, right, right. That was and, surprising. You know, that was some, usually they come back in a couple of series later, you know, and yep. even Odell, when he used to do his halftime joints, you know, into the locker room, he came back out and said, you know what I mean? After he used to get IVs and all that. Yeah, that was my favorite. They were, they were my favorite when he would do yeah, that. Yeah, whatever thing. the hell he was doing in halftime. So, oh, uh, God. Yeah. So, um, but hey, Jerry, um, speaking of cornerbacks. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. I saw that tweet. Um, you know, Mark. I put out there in the spring, we all know, I said it. I said, yo, this dude, remember Jerry? I said, dude, this Jerry, this dude reminds me of Mark Collins. Yep. You know, I'm telling yep. you, Jerry, this guy, remember when I first saw him, I said, Jerry, yeah. this guy reminds we me said, of we, Mark we said we really hope he changes the number 25, yep. He changes the 25, and then Mark Collins reached out to me today, and we were talking and going back and forth on the phone, and, and he loves this kid, Banks. He goes, this kid is a dog. I, I, and I told him, I said, Mark. I told you, the dude reminds me of you. You got to yeah. see the way he's built. He's solid. You know, he likes to stick his hat in there. Yep. Yeah, he, he loves it. Mark Collins, he goes, man, he goes, I want to be on the pod. I want to talk about him. Blah, 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 blah. I said, Mark, we'll, okay. get, you next, we'll get you on next week. And and, um, and all that stuff, we'll talk about him. He loves Hawkins, too. He, he thinks, uh, you know, he'll get into it when he talks with us. But he thinks right now, Tay's a little ahead of Hawkins. He likes the fluidity better. He yeah. He thinks uh, Trey needs to work on a few things, but he loves Trey too. A big physical kid likes his game. Yeah. He'll, look, he'll let we'll let him speak for himself. Obviously, when he comes on the podcast, he'll tell you exactly what he's feeling. But loves him. Loves Tate Banks. He thinks the Giants really got on to really have something with this kid. Loves him. Calls him a dog. Loves his physicality, which which is something I told you from day one. This kid sticks his hat in there, brother. Yeah. You know, this kid. Yeah. You know, he loves that about him. I said, Mark, he's not exactly you yet. As far as getting up there and putting a hit on a guy, he goes. But he, as you see, he will stick his hat, and he, he loves that about him, you know. So, uh, so Mark will be on soon. You no, know, he'll talk about the. He wants to talk about the Giants. He wants to talk about Banks and the corners and all that stuff to get his. Look, Jerry Mark Collins is one of the top three greatest corners this organization has ever seen. Yes, yes, absolutely. So when he, so when he speaks, mm-hmm. okay. You know, it's not some tomato talking about, you know, so. And you, you talk about underrated because he was a product of that 86 through 90 team, right? Like, because uh, not only was, you, you, you say like Banks was underrated because he played with Taylor and uh, and Carson. My God, can you imagine Collins all the way at corner? You have to get through the front seven before you even start talking about the secondary on those teams. Uh, but Collins is absolutely a top two or top three 
um, cornerback in this franchise's history. He was awesome. No one gave Jerry Rice fits the way he did. No one. No. Which Jerry admitted. Yep. Which Jerry admitted. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking about Jerry Foley. I'm talking about Jerry no, Rice. No, no, no. <laughs> Jerry Foley yeah. loved him, and he could totally cover Jerry Foley. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I think he could. Probably, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, so we'll have Mark on. He'll, he wants to come. On I love that. Talk about, talk Mark Collins wants to come on the pod. All right. Giants, Giants football, and we're gonna have, we're gonna have another giant, former Giant too. Um, I was bullshitting him for a while last week for a long time about the Giants, and we're gonna have another former Giant on coming on soon. Um, so how you feeling, bro? I mean, you know, how you feeling about the Arizona game? Let's 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 get into you. You know, how you think of what you, before we go into predictions, the other games. You know, what are you thinking? How, how 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 do you think it turns out here Sunday? Before we do that, guys, we're gonna take one more break and be right back after this. You listen to the Giant Insider podcast. Hang on. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider podcast with Chris, Nobody Beats the Biz, Biz Ignano, and Jerry Foley. I feel good. I mean, I, I just, I think they're not as bad as they were Sunday night, and they're not as good as they are in my head every season, right? Like, they're somewhere in the middle. They're more talented than last year. Um, it's just, I, I still don't know if they're going to have a blowout win. I see like a, I see like a 20 to 10 type of win. Somewhat frustrating. Um, I think the defense will really play well. I mean, that, you just look at the the, the Cardinals' offense, and, and yeah. Dobbs is going to scare you. And their offensive line's okay. Like they, Marquise Brown, but he hasn't done anything in a couple of years. Like it's, you know, I I I think it will be a, still might be a frustrating game, um, but I think they'll they'll come away with like a twenty to ten type of win. And I'll feel the same way. What is if they won forty to nothing? Like, all right, let's yeah. see what happens in San Fran. Right, right. You like to see him look. You like to see him play sixty solid minutes of football to at least yeah. get a little better feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little better feeling about these guys. Yeah, and like you know, I know that they got away from the run the other night because of how it happened. I just still would have liked to see them stick to it a little more early on. Like sixteen nothing, I get it. It's just oh my god, this game's over. We have to start passing. But I want to see a lot of Saquon in this game, Chris. I do. I just want to see. Yeah, him. yeah. I, I think that's. I think that's a fair point. I, I think even though it was sixteen nothing, I, th- I felt they got away from it. Right. I think Kafka kind of – you could tell the way he was answering yesterday. He think would agree with that. You know, I think yeah. uh, the, I think they felt they got away from it a little bit. You know? Yeah. I, um, I know it was 16 nothing, but, you know, you don't want to come out there. And then the offensive line, the way they were playing, it was like, woof. You know, so <laughs> – anyway. So, I think they will stick with it this week. You know, Jerry, if Saquon's running well, I think Kafka will stick with the run. Uh, even yeah. Breeders, you yeah. know, guys like that, I think they're going to try to – and then loosen it up, and then try to hit him a little bit. Yeah, they got a rookie corner playing. You know, another the other one, Marco Wells, is just okay. The other right. corner, right. the safeties is what makes. That's what it, you know. That's that's what makes them go on that back end. They got two good active safeties, um, and they got a good linebacker. You know, and a couple of guys. But, I, I, you know, I also want them to run the ball because it's just, it's going to set up play action better. Like I don't want them to come out passing and then Jones gets sacked. And then it's not just that here we go again. It's just the lack of confidence that the offensive line is naturally going to feel like, oh, my God, can we block anybody? But if you're run blocking, okay, you're going to get some more confidence, and then it's going to set up the play action. So I just – please stick to that. Stick to the run. So run heavy this game, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it established and right. then pull around. You know, right. Because I understand you got new toys in there with Waller and Paris and all those guys and right. Jalen. But you know what? The bottom line still – right. And this offense, the heart and soul still of this offense is Mr. Barkley. Yeah, right. So get him going. Right. Feed him the rock. And, 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 you know, going back to the Eagles, Jerry, they got a new coordinator, offensive coordinator. And I, I thought it was a nice test last night for him because they couldn't stop DeAndre Swift. Yep. So what did he do? Kept well, running him. 
You're not stopping it. So guess what? We're going to keep running it. Yep. All game because long. How many effing times do I say, and even call banks, said it the other night, guys, have, they got something working well. Well, get away from it. Let's just start throwing all over the lot all of a sudden. Look, why? Yep. Even look, Aaron Rodgers goes down the other night and it was, you know, it was an, it was an injury. What are you going to do? But even that, I was on Twitter saying, well, Brees Hall is getting 50 yards a carry. Could somebody explain to me why yep. they're not – they just threw the ball four straight times after Brees just broke a 60-yard run? He can't. And then Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. So uh, even that it was brought up on talk shows like, why were the Jets winging it four straight times when they just ran the ball? That's what I mean. So unfortunately, talking about the Eagle, going back to the Eagle, unfortunately, their new coordinator – Kind of passed the test. Figured it night. out last night. He did. He kind of passed the test. I was curious when Swift was getting, let's see, like 20 yards of carry. Every, could, every, at least I'm 10. I'm saying to myself, well, you know what? A.J. Brown's bitching on us. Um, let's see if he starts throwing because, you know, guys are bit. Nah, he kept running, bro. You know? That's not a good sign. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So, so the Giants get back to a Kafka. Hey, give, give Barkley. I think Barkley's going to have a big one, dude. I really do. Yeah. Uh, and the Giants will win. You know, I guess we'll go to the scores if you want when we start doing the prediction. But I think the Giants win pretty comfortably, uh, and then we'll, you know, we'll see what happens four days later. All right, cool. We'll, we'll go to a few questions. Um, we're already forty-five minutes in, um, and like I said, I kind of teed up Chris for a lot of these because he had a lot of the same questions about Evan Neal and injuries. So I'm trying to find some that are not related to those. Um, Mike at G-Men season. I'm too young to have been able to witness the Giants' defense of the '80s. Never got to see LT, Banks, Carson, et cetera. How comparable is the Cowboys defense today compared to them? Just looking for a point of reference. Mike, that's a great question. I love it. And, um, I, you know, Chris and I love talking about the old days and, you know, the, the history of the Giants. Um, yeah, look, Dallas is very talented. Parsons could be a stud, but LT is a top three all-time NFL player at any position. Um, maybe the best, okay, but he's got to be in the top three with Jim Brown and I guess Jerry Rice. Um, and then you have a top top 10 to 20 inside linebacker, right? Then you have one of the, maybe one of the best strong side linebackers of all time, with all due respect to like, you know, Jack Ham, say, Win Banks. <laughs> like, it, it's just, you had historically great players, linebackers in particular on that defense. Right. And then you, then you sprinkled in Leonard Marshall, George Martin, <laughs> Mark Collins. Like, I mean, yeah. the, the the Cowboy defense is very good, but this that was an insanely good defense. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just think of it this way. I forgot who answered who asked that question. Mike, Mike G-Man season. Mike G-Man. Uh, just think of it this way. Carl Banks is not in the Hall of Fame because two other linebackers are in the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and he played opposite of the greatest that ever played a game. And then Harry Carson goes in and he's right as oh, we can't put three in. Oh, right. you know, right. so. Right. Just think about that. You know, Cowboys are very good uh, defense, but we're not going there. We're not touching that. Oh, one. and by the way, the fourth linebacker may have had some of the best highlights of any of them over 10 years, like with the fake punt and the hit in Denver. So, and yeah. he was the fourth best. Let's be clear, but he was, he was still was pretty good. good. Right. And Gary, yeah. And Gary Reeses was real good. Right. He was really good. Your fourth yeah. linebacker was your was a really good one. Yeah. 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 So, imagine being yeah, Reasons. Damn, Jerry, we got to get back to that, huh? Yeah, I know. Linebackers, right, Jerry? We got to get back to that linebacker, you. Dude, Man. what's uh, Big Blue VCR plays it once in a while. It's the um, 
it's the the, pr- the preview of the 49er game in the playoffs when Pat Summerall in that awesome voice said, yeah. if defense is the soul of the Giants, their linebackers are the soul of the defense. I got chills. You can't say I got a sweatshirt on. I got chills now saying that. That is awesome. Yeah. I, you know, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I would love to get back to that one day, man. Oh. You know, I really would. My God. Um, you know what's you know you know what sucks, Jerry? Yeah, Micah Parsons is right there. Oh, so it's un- I mean, could you imagine how how popular he would be with Giant fans? Oh, they'd be comparing him to LT, dude. They would. The Giant fans would be like, "Well, he's not LT, but you know, <laughs> I mean, he's our modern version LT." They'll be like that, you know. So, oh, he was there. My God. Um. Real quick, uh, hunt for five random question. Um, how many years back you've been doing the podcast? I go back to listen from when the Giants traded Odell, then shortly after was Jerry's fateful walk on the bridge after the Jones pick. Hashtag long time buffoon. About five years, hunt for five. About five years we've been doing this. Yeah. Um, we finally went to video, guys. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm, I know I'm constantly plugging it, but really appreciate it. Um, Jerry, Chris from Josh Stanton, which scenario is most likely to happen? The O-line takes the Cowboys video personally and dominates the Cardinals. The D-line bounces back with uh, five sacks. DJ initiates dime mode and shreds the cards for five total touchdowns. Hashtag best pod in Giants nation. I'm going to go two. Five sacks, most likely out of those three. Hmm. Yeah, I like that one too. So, I tell you what, their rookie tackle looked pretty good last week. But um, yeah, I'll go with this. That sounds good. I'll go to go with Jerry with that one, that number two one. Yeah. Um, here we go, Chris. This is a good one. You, this is a good one for you, Rob Ford. You win the coin toss Sunday. You receiving or deferring? Hashtag UK oh, buffoon well. crew. I gotta be honest with you, Jerry. Me personally, well, you know what? In this game, I defer. I want my defense to dominate the and set up a little field position. This game, I defer. All the games, though, I would want the ball. I really would. See, I, I everybody like, defers. I don't get it. I like getting the ball in the second half. Okay, but. I also like making a statement with your offense. So, yeah. Um, but good point. Um, Are you a politician, dude? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying to under... You I, must. You have to be reincarnated. And No. A previous life, you were a politician. You just no. gave another political answer. Well, I would like to defer... But in this case, uh, yes no. or no? You want the ball? Yes no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm trying to understand the thought process. I, would, I like getting the ball in the second half. Every game. Um, mostly 90%. Sure. There you go. Political answer. No, no. here's the thing. If, if it all, if I, Sunday night against Dallas and we won the coin toss, I could see wanting the ball first and you want to jump out, especially like going into that game. You think your offense is ready. Let's, let's, let's make a statement. Let's drive down and score, which they almost did. Um, that aside, I most of the time want to want the ball in the second half. So there you go. Let's, I'm still laughing. Uh, let's see. Maybe we'll do one more before we go to predictions. A lot of the same uh, questions that we kind of answered already, guys. Uh, Corey at uh, Kennesaw. Scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you over Waller's hamstring issue lingering from last year? If he's hampered by it, who do you think takes charge as the number one receiver this week? Well, he's not hampered by it. Uh, hashtag giant, best Giants pod. Thanks, Corey. Scale of 1 to 10, that's a 7 for me. Yeah, I'm always concerned about it. Yeah. As long as it's lingering, as long as it's an issue, I'm always concerned about it. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, let's do um, predictions week two. Um, I would have uh, listened. I'm glad we didn't do the podcast yesterday because I was going to take the Vikings yesterday, and it wasn't just wishful thinking. Um, and I'm telling you, dude, if they didn't turn the ball over four times, I know. And they would have won the game. I know the yeah. expression, if my aunt had blank, she'd be my uncle. But if they didn't turn the ball over four times, they win that game. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings, they just let you down. Anyway. All right. Uh, one o'clock Sunday. Um, Ravens at Bengals. Yeah. Um, wow. The Bengals. I'll tell you, man. This is a tough one. I'm going to go with the uh, – I don't like the way the Bengals and Burrow look. I'm going to go with the Ravens in this one. I want to say they're going to bounce back, but I just don't think so, dude. I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. Um, oh, by the way. No, the Bengals, the Bengals have started 0-2 the last few years or something like that. Yeah, years yeah, ago. yeah. I couldn't believe that. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're resilient. Um, by the way, you're up one after last week. We had five different ones. You got three. I got two. It's mm-hmm. funny, dude. When I re-listen to it, I'm like, oh, I had them. Damn it. I picked them. You got to be kidding me. It's just so funny. Three days later, I listened to it. And I'm, I, it's almost like I would have guessed that I, who I picked wrong, every, like almost every week. But um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I pulled the, uh, the dolphins out of my, on a, out of my butt on that on, uh, last week. Mm. Um, all right. Seahawks at Lions. Uh, I like this Lions team. I think you do too, dude. I'm going Lions at home. Yeah, um, but the Pete Carroll factor here is was playing is making me go back and forth. Mm. Uh, they looked so bad last week that I can't see them looking, you know. But the offensive lines got some issues. I'll go with the Lions at home. Get a little revenge mm. from last year. I, I'm going to go with the Lions. Yep. Uh, Colts at Texans. Ugh. I'll go with Houston because they're. <clears> I'll go Colts on the road. I mean, just. Three different Bears at Buccaneers. Buccaneers with a win against the Vikings last week. Uh, Bears looked bad against Green Bay, huh? Wow, that was uh, that was a little bit little bit of a surprise. I'm gonna go with the Bears on the road. So am I. <laughs> I think the bookies want you to take those bucks. Oh, yeah. they won last week in Minnesota. Oh, they, oh, Bears. Yeah. Like I always tell you, week one to kind of throw it out the window. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the Bears too, bro. I think they're gonna respond and beat Tampa. I see Baker Mayfield as arrogant as ever. Maybe. <sighs> nothing, nothing. So nothing's changed. You can't make this up. Incredible. Did you see the the Johnny Manziel special, by the way, on Netflix? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god, dude! Real quick, they um, I guess Baker reminds me a little of of a toned down version of Manziel. Um, they 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 looked at his iPad when he joined the Browns, and they wanted to see oh, how much I time. Know. Yeah, I know the story, zero, yeah. zero that, yeah. <laughs> And like, look, I don't like Jalen Hurts, but it's the complete opposite. De- Hurts, Daniel Jones, like these guys work their asses off at their craft, and that's unheard of. That's crazy. Zero. Sure, I see. I I see practice squad players right sitting at their locker, looking yeah. at the looking at the tablets. Unbelievable. This guy's a starting quarterback. <laughs> Zero. Incredible. Think about how talented he was, though, right? Like that's like if you just oh, put a little absolutely. bit of effort in. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you get you get tested in life being on top a little bit, and you, you know, the old man upstairs wants to see how you respond when you get on when you're on top. A lot of people fail that test. Look at you, nice, totally right, love it. Uh, Packers at Falcons. Everybody's um, Packers feeling pretty good. I like Jordan Love, man. I like him. Like the camp he had. I like last week. I'm gonna Uh, go Falcons at home. Yeah. Okay. Gonna go with Desmond. You know what? I'm gonna go with the Packers winning the second in a row. Yeah. 
Raiders at Bills. Um, Chris, Josh Allen is a different quarterback without Brian Dable, buddy. Um, we've said this before, and wow, did you see it Monday night. Um, but I'm going to go with the Bills at home over the Raiders. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> In spite of that, <laughs> I'll go with the Bills, too. I'm not, I don't have a real good feeling about these Bills, though. No. I think everybody's got, you know what? I had the Jets win in this division, Jerry. Now, obviously, that's changed. I'll, you know, I'll, obviously, you can't change your prediction, but I, the Miami – right now, after week one, the Miami team's a team to watch with the Jets, with Rodgers going down. But this Bill team, uh, I'll go with them this week. I think they'll beat the Raiders at home. Same. Uh, Chargers at Titans. Don't Thanks. like um, – the tight, I mean, Brian Tannehill, my God. I'm going to go with the Chargers on the road. This freaking Charger team is so frustrating. Brandon Staley is such a buffoon as a head coach. I'm sorry. You know what? Titans battled last week. You know what? I'll go with the Titans with Mike Vrabel at home. Yeah, it's not bad. I think DeAndre goes off this week. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'll go with Mike Vrabel at home in, in, a, in a tough one. I just, don't, I just don't trust this Charger team under – Brandon Staley. I yeah. believe last week, they're home, Jerry. They blow yep. a lead again. Yep. 200 yards of Tyreek Hill. One play, they got Khalil Mack covering him in a slot. I'm like, what the F is going on out there with this team? You know? <laughs> Every year, you say the same thing with these guys. They blow a 27 nothing yeah. lead in the playoffs. I'll go. You know what? Mike Vrabel is – he knows more about football than Brandon Staley ever will. I'll go with Mike. I'll go with the Titans at home. Yeah. I'll lose. I'll probably no, lose. No, no. I, I, think it's, I think it's fair. I just – I took the Tannehill, Tannehill factor, and I just think I, I don't yeah, – he's, he's just uh, not good either. No. Yeah, he was always average, and now he just seems below average. Um, 49ers at Rams. I'll go 49ers on the road. Yeah, I think the Rams would be one of those don't be fooled by week one games. Well, maybe the Rams aren't going to be that bad. I think they still will be. I like the 49ers. Um, Jets at Cowboys. All right. So, you you know, Jeff fans, friends of mine who listen to this podcast kind of joke around or not rip us, but they're like, you guys hate the Jets or all over the Jets. This is for you guys. Your team played their ass off Monday night. And if you're a Jets fan, I know you're upset about Aaron Rodgers. You got to be damn proud of that team, the way they play it, dude. Um, I mean, I'm watching that game going, they're going to win this game. Like they were even down. I'm like, they're going to win this game. You could just feel it. Uh, their defense is so good. And they can they can make up for a lot of Zach Wilson mistakes, but Zach Wilson will make mistakes. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. <laughs> but I'm rooting for the Jets. I'm rooting for them. But How I about just them Cowboys. Yeah, uh, I'll go with the Cowboys too. Um, and I'm going to have to take a little shot at the Jets at your Jeff fan friends. Okay, okay go ahead. Uh, for you Jeff fans, Jerry's friends that listen to the podcast and probably hate me because you sense that I'm not a big Jet guy, right. and I'm not. Um, I know you want to be a, this big vaunted D. You have one player try to compare yourselves to the 85 Bears and mm. all that stuff. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but when you needed a stop last week, you let Josh Allen go down the field and tie the game. Yeah. Now you got to stop it over time, and your defense is going to keep you in games. No question. About it, they will. They will be in every game probably this year because of that defense, sort of like they were last year when they lost seven in a row and, and all that stuff. Um, but I like the Cowboys at home. The Jets' offensive line is still a major question mark. Oh, they got right, you know. Yeah. Rodgers kind of held the ball a little bit too. They tried those cut blocks that didn't really work. But I don't trust that Jets' offensive line either. The Cowboys, as we know, are pretty good up front, linebacker wise. I like the Cowboys at home. Yeah, me too. But I'm rooting for the Jets, obviously. Uh, Commanders at Broncos. I'll go Broncos at home. 
I like the Broncos at home, so I think they're getting Jerry Judy back this week. I like Denver at home. Yeah, that's right. Saw that. Uh, Dolphins at Patriots. I'll go Dolphins on the road, even though I know it's Belichick and he's home and he played against the Eagles well. I'll go Dolphins on the road. Yeah, I'm going to go with Miami too. Um, I, 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 I really like the way the Patriots defense played against the Eagles. That was another game the could, Eagles could have lost. They're very fortunate to be 2-0, but they are, you know. Um, but I like Miami, too, man. I tell you, as long as two is healthy, man, wow. Yeah, he's really good. They can light it up, man. Yeah, they <laughs> really guys, can. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Saints at Panthers, tough one. Um, I'll go Saints on the road. A lot of road games I'm picking this week. Yeah, yeah, me too. I like the Saints on the road. And then Monday night, uh, Browns at Steelers. Two I'm, Monday nights. Oh, I'm sorry. Nights. Yeah, they're two Monday nights. I'm sorry about that. Saints yeah. and Panthers Monday night, too. Um, this is going to be one of those bookie games. I call them bookie games. I yeah. so want to take the Browns because of last week, and I want the Browns to be two and zero. I don't think I don't know when the last time they started off two and zero, and the Steelers were zero and two. It's been a million years. I'm going to go Steelers at home. <laughs> so much, you know. This is one of those games when you're on those apps, right? You say, yeah. "Wait, the Browns whipped the Bengals. The Steelers got this. Oh, you got to go with the Browns." Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Mike Tomlin and the Steelers at home too. Have to. Have to. Uh, and then we talked about Giants Cardinals, Chris. I see a twenty to ten win, kind of, kind of frustrating, but we get away one and one by the time the uh, the game is over. Yeah, I'm gonna go a little better than you, Jerry. I'm gonna go Giants twenty four, Cardinals uh, ten. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stretch it out a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if they get a defensive touchdown in this game. Okay. Um, uh, so I, that that I kind of stretch that lead a little bit more. I'm going to go Giants with more than 10 points anyway. I like, I like them around a 27-13, 27-type game. Uh, awesome. 24-10, uh, 27-13, right around that type of game. Uh, so Giants, to me and to me and to Jerry, will be 1-1 heading into uh, San Francisco. So Good. Awesome. Good stuff, buddy. Anything else you want to cover? No. Uh, I'll, I, everybody enjoy the game. Um, four or five start Eastern time Sunday. I uh, guess, Jerry, what we'll do next week, we can start telling, you know, what we'll do is that we'll do the recap and, I guess, the preview of the 49 again. Right. Yes. Before, because it's Thursday night. And then yeah. we'll come back after the um, the 49 game, probably that Friday. Right? Yeah, we'll we probably do today. Monday. We'll probably do Monday, Friday next week. Right. And, and we'll, we'll review the 49 game. Maybe even have a, somebody on to review it with us, you know, what they saw or anything like that. So we'll think about it. We'll see what happens. But uh, that's what probably we'll do next week. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And um, I am doing the watch party, guys. If you're available, tune in. It should be fun for real this time. Um, yeah, so I'm psyched about that. And, and again, the game never started last time, so I'm not bad luck yet. Um, <laughs> all right, good stuff, man. Looking forward to it. Should be a good time Sunday. Let's get the let's get the forty to nothing taste out of our collective mouths, and let's get a win and start feeling a little good about ourselves again. And then we'll get ready for the 49ers. But yeah, Monday uh, Monday Friday sounds good next week, dude. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Sunday's our giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.